cliffhanger. Quite a, a cliffhanger indeed. We are in Perik Bay, Achelik Bay's Perikimov, Simon Hay. And the cliffhanger we left off at was um, this question of why is it indeed better for us to do tshuva on our own rather than have Hashem um, deal with deal with what needs to be dealt with in Hashem's way. Remember, we're talking about the tzaddik or even the benani, whom we want to see get into Elam Haba. Yet they have a small peckle of averis that have to be dealt with. You can't get into Elam Haba with impurities. You can't get into Elam Haba with anything that's a steer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's got to be taken care of. And there's two ways of taking care of it. Either I can decide to do tshuva, I do a real, full, sincere tshuva, and I atone, or the tzaddik will be sent yisurin in this world to burn off those averis, and that will be his atonement. And now he can get inside them about either way. So the system is designed in such a way that they will be dealt with. Even if he chooses not to do tshuva, they will be dealt with. There will be suffering. They'll have yisurin. The Gemara says, Adhechen yisurin. The Gemara in Erechen says, you know, what's, what's, what's the... You know, Yisurin come in all kinds of shapes and sizes and quantities and forms. The Gemara says, what's considered Yisurin is, is already even just someone sticking his hands into his pocket to take out a quarter and he comes up with a nickel. To take out a $5 bill, he comes out with a $1 bill. A $1 bill, he comes out with a $5 bill, right? That's already Yisurin. I take out my key ring and it takes me three tries till I get the right key. You know, you always get the wrong, the wrong key first, right? That's Yisurin. That's already Yisurin. Now, it certainly gets, goes downhill from there. But uh, that's already called Yisurin, and, and when that happens, you know, the Yud should say, ah, well, look, Baruch Hashem, thank you, Hashem, for giving me an easy opportunity to burn off some of my Gehenim. Just the fact that I had a one try, two tries, three tries, finally, the fourth try, to get the right key, if it's the deadbolt, well, I just burnt off some Gehenim. I reached my pocket for change, came out with the wrong coin, you know, initially. So if it's going to happen anyway, why is it indeed the ideal for the person decided to do tshuva on his own to the degree that we saw that the Rebbeinu will send sometimes a wake-up call, like advanced Yisurin, not the major Yisurin, not the real Yisurin, but the advanced Yisurin to, to allow the tzaddik to stop and say, you know, let me, let me, let me be misbeinin, let me dwell on this. Why am I being sent these uh, Yisurin, even in a minor fashion, and the expectations for him to get the point, get the lesson, and to do tshuva on his own. Hashem will send him wake-up Yisurin, a wake-up call we saw yesterday. Suffering is a wake-up call for him to, you know, smell the coffee before the coffee burns. But why? Why Why are we, you know, being matriach? And why do we have this new type of Yisurin? Why not just let the the system work itself out and the system which is already in place, which is that stab Yisurin, regular Yisurin, will be mechaber. So we mentioned one idea yesterday, that, 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 a very simple idea, a very, very, very uh, immediate idea, which is... <clears throat> That is certainly more pleasant, you know, for me to do it on my own than for it to be done through suffering. If I do tshuva on my own, that is a more pleasant, perhaps, way of dealing with things. Um, perhaps, as opposed to the yisurin that come from Shemayim, that may be less pleasant. That's what we said yesterday as a placeholder, but we said there's something much deeper and fundamental, more fundamental going on. And, and let's explain why. Because is it indeed, is it really always going to be more pleasant when I do tshuva on my own as opposed to them coming via Yisurin? Not necessarily. I mean, tshuva, a tshuva that is too easy, too gishmak, 
and too pleasant, one has to question if that was a real tshuva. We know what tshuva entails. What does tshuva entail? We know, you know, we have talked about this all the time, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur. Real tshuva is not something that is so, you know, uh, easy and shmeezy and breezy to pull off. Real tshuva requires what? It requires charata and, and yogain. Anocha Dago Rebbeinu says you have to really have remorse and regret and feel bad, and 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 feel the weight and enormity of what you did wrong, and a Kabbalah la'asid you make a resolution and you stop doing the avera totally purge cease and desist. So a real tshuva is not like, you know, I'll pause this morning. You know whatever it was that I did yesterday. Uh, you know it said lashon hara. So I'll pause just another half a second by Dibarnu Doifi. You know, stop and think for a moment. Oh, Shaina did Shuva. That's not what Shuva. What Shuva is that? Shuva is, is, is not an easy thing. So it's not even so uh, clear that what we said yesterday is going to be a universal approach over here as to why it's explained what the Rabbi is telling us that the ideal is for a year to do Shuva on his own. And sub ideal, only the next level then, is for Akarish Barchu to take care of balancing the books and setting the record straight. What we said yes again was that it's always going to be easier, more pleasant when I do it on my own. Who said? Is that really the case? Lavavko, a real tshuva has to come with tears, with agony, with woe, with regret and remorse and real pangs of what did I do? Maybe and maybe the yisur that is going to come his way from Shemaim are going to be you know getting the wrong key, getting the wrong coin, pulling out the wrong bill. Going out to the car. Anyone different? Arthur, how many cars do you have, Arthur? Two. Two. Do you ever grab the wrong keys on your way out? Well, I do that all the time. I don't know how, because the keys are two different shapes, right? Come out to the to the camera. You see, you took the keys to the, the Ford Transit 15-seater, right? So, yeah, I got to go back to the house and get the right keys. So that that's that's you know that's Yusurin, and that burns off Gehenim, and maybe that's easier, if anything. So that's not you know it's not such a big deal. It's annoying. It's frustrating. But my, that might be easier, maybe, than a real tshuva when I have to do it on my own, which is regret and remorse. So why then is it, and this is the cliffhanger again, where yesterday we left off at the cliffhanger, we were hanging by our fingernails from the cliff, we managed to crawl back up this morning, we had to dangle from the cliff again. Um, why is it indeed that the ideal is always for a year to, deal, to do tshuva on his own? And the answer is like this. The answer gets back to the, the backbone of the entire safer. The entire safer is built upon, which is really the backbone to the entire universe. Which is what? The entire universe is here for one thing and one thing only. And, and that one thing and one thing only can really, you can say multiple things which are that one thing and one thing only. But one of them, one way of, of, of presenting the entire universe, say the universe is here for Bechira. For us to exercise our own Bechira. And that's why every situation in life is such a golden opportunity. We have to look at like, wow, nach bechira, nach bechira, nach bechira, another opportunity for bechira, another opportunity for free will, another opportunity for me to choose, for me to decide, for me to guide my own destiny. Another opportunity. That's what life is all about. If not for bechira, there's life is pointless. Bechira is what always gives us opportunity to be not like God and like God, not like God and like God, and not like God and God, like God. And I was bechayr to I'm always choosing to be like God. <clears throat> That's what 
justifies our existence, that's what defines our essence, and that's what gets us into the world to come. As we have seen so many times in the Sefer, and we reviewed it recently when we resumed the Sefer, more Bechira is more me. More me means more Elam Haba. Less Bechira means less me. More Bechira means more opportunity to be like God. Less Bechira means less opportunity to be like God. More Bechira means the, the ability to be closer to God. Less Bechira means a distancing from God. When I choose, when I act and I control my destiny, I am able to be so much more like God. When my destiny is controlled and I'm acted upon, I'm distanced from God. Because I am receiving and not giving. I'm acted upon, not acting, I'm, I'm much less like God. That's why none of us can receive perfection from Shemaim and say, Hashem, make me a Tamachacham, Hashem, make me a Tzadik, Hashem, make me uh, a, 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 a pious individual. Hashem makes me into that, that's a distancing from God, because I was acted upon, I was pushed this way, I wasn't choosing to go that way. So every juncture in life affords me the Bechira to choose between right and wrong, as a Chaim, as a Mavis, as a Toiv, as a Ra. What happens when we make the wrong choice, Chas Hashem? So I had the ability to choose to be like God, but I chose to be not like God. My Bechira was, was, was applied improperly. All is lost. No, certainly not. Can I still get into Elam Haba? Of course I can. A, um, from all my mitzvahs and maizim tayvim that I'm still going to do, that can get me into Elam Haba. But B, via the act of improper choice itself, that can still get me into Elam Haba. I, I used my Bechira improperly, <clears throat> but I can now, Bidi Eved, use my Bechira properly to rectify using my Bechira improperly. Everybody hear what's going on over here? Tshuva, when he does tshuva, he is now correcting bad bechira with good bechira, and he's vaiter applying his bechira. He is taking his bechira where he went off with his bechira, where he went wrong, and where he misapplied his bechira, he's replacing that with good bechira. He's using good bechira to direct, redirect, and correct bad bechira. And vaiter once again, he's ubacharta bachaim. He turns around and says, "What did I do, Gavald? How did I do that?" That was a wrong choice that distanced me from God. I'm going to now use that as a springboard, an opportunity to apply my Bechir correctly and to bring me back to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, wherein the bad Bechira becomes an impetus for good Bechira and I'm able to plug the leak, I'm able to close the system and I'm able to have a second chance. A second chance at using my Bechira to make me more godlike and more godly, and more like HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's exactly what Shuva is. And that's what the Harat is. And that's what the, the, the Yoga, and the, the, the regret, and the remorse, and the Aziv Azachet, and the Kabbalah Asid, it's all about redirecting bad Bechira into good Bechira, capitalizing on the Aveira, and using it now as an opportunity to replace the bad Bechira with good Bechira. So far, so good. Avada, it... it, 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 it um, <clears throat> would have been easier for me to not have done the Aveira to begin with. And certainly, even though we're saying you can replace bad Bechira with good Bechira, and I can now, I can still, all is not lost, I can implement and apply good Bechira, it's still not going to be the same level of ease as if I wouldn't have done the Aveira altogether. It has to be that way because I did an Aveira, so I have to kind of dig myself out of the hole, pull myself out of the hole, 
So that's why the good Bechira, which is there to correct the bad Bechira, the Tshuva, applying my Bechira towards Tshuva, is going to have to come with more effort and the, and, and the resolution and the Yazif as a and everything that goes into Tshuva certainly has to be with more difficulty because it does have to be acknowledged and recognized that I initially did my Bechira improperly. But at the bottom line is, I am once again able to salvage what went wrong and correct myself and set the record straight and replace bad Bechir with good Bechir. I'm fighter able to be a Bechir. I have a second chance. Such a beautiful idea, such a beautiful insight that, that goes seamlessly into everything that we're learning here in the Sefer. Tshuva is a second opportunity, second chance at what I blew the first time around that can replace bad Bechir with a good Bechir. So far, so good. And I'm still justifying my position here in the world. I'm still able to use this as an opportunity to get into Eilu Haba. Amazing. My essence and my existence have been preserved and maintained. I may have done Navero, but I turned it around and made it to and I may have blown the Bechiro, but I can rectify that. And now use my Bibachar to And that's why, in fact, Chazal tell us that when <clears throat> a Yid does Tshuva the right way, the Aveira itself can become a Mitzvah. When he does Tshuva the right way. Tshuva mitaych ahavo. The Zadainus and Nasa, Shagagais, the Averis become, and, 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 and we upgrade and, 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 and um, are able to make this such a transformative experience <coughs> that the, the Averis are Nasan Zuchuyas. I'm sorry, they're Nasan Zuchuyas. What does that mean that the Averis became a mitzvah? How can Averis become a mitzvah? It means that <coughs> through working twice as hard after I did the Averis, so use my Bechira now in June Tshuva. I now have Dveikus HaKadosh Baruch Hu via the Avera, via the Avera that gave me an opportunity to, to uh, apply Bechira in a way that I wouldn't have been able to apply that Bechira had I not done the Avera. It would have been easier to maintain my course and not have sinned, but that would have been a lower level Bechira. I now am using a higher level Bechira to rectify the original Bechira. That's what it means the Aver became a mitzvah. I'm able to replace and rectify the bad Bechira with good Bechira. And I do it with a stronger active Bechira, a more determined active Bechira. The Avera hence becomes a mitzvah. That's when I take care of the Avera. I'm replacing bad Bechira with good Bechira. I'm able to turn the whole thing around. What about when HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes care of the Avera? I can take care of the Aver through Tshuva, and the Rebbeinshim can take care of the Aver through Yisur and through suffering. Either way, my, my, my record needs to be purged. The books need to be balanced. I have to burn off the damage of the Averis in order to get into the Mahaba. That has to happen. I can choose to do it, or HaKadosh Baruch Hu can choose to do it. What happens, Rabbi Yisrael, when the Rebbeinshim balances the books and clears the record, cleans the slate, of the Avera through Yisurin, what does that look like in Lamdas? Is that replacing bad Bechira with good Bechira? When it's the Yisurin? When it's stubbing one's toe, reaching into one's pocket, coming up with the wrong change, the wrong keys. Ah, Yisurin, Zosayna Kapara. Is that replacing bad Bechira with good Bechira? Not at all. In fact, it's the very opposite. It's the very opposite. It's something that goes against my Bechira. Here, the Yisurin are burnt off, not through my decision, not through my own action and design, but 
through HaKadosh Baruch Hu's action, through HaKadosh Baruch Hu's design, the, the Aveir is not being burnt off voluntarily, it's being burnt off involuntarily. It's coming against my Bechira. It's coming without my Bechira. It's coming, if anything, in opposition to my Bechira. I want the right key, how comes the wrong key? I want the correct coin, the correct bill, how comes the wrong one? I want this to work, it doesn't work. The corrective method is coming in spite of me, not because of me. So yes, my Averis are being burnt off, but they're being burnt off outside of my Bechira. It's being imposed upon me. And as we've mentioned, and we just said this again a few minutes ago, anytime something is imposed upon me, that actually is a bit of a distancing effect that it has between me and Akash Baruch Hu. I didn't choose to do it. I didn't decide to do it. It was imposed upon me. It was imposed upon me. And that makes me a little bit less like Hashem, not a little, bit, a little bit more like Hashem. So it's true, it may be true, that my record was set straight and the Averis were burnt off. And through the Yisurin, I'm back in good standing. It may be true, but that's all it did. It was done in a way that clears the record and, and, and cleans me up and takes off the Averis. But in a way that did not allow me to use the process to become closer to Kodesh Baruch Hu. If anything, there's just a bit of distancing that's going on right now. I, I'm left with everything that's good. Everything that I did, all my Maisim Toivim are left untouched, of course. But the process itself is a process that's imposed upon me. Not one that I'm being Baycherin. It's one that Akash Baruch Hu is choosing to impose upon me. And again, the Yisoyed Gadol of life, the Yisoyed Gadol, the entire Sefer, and the Yisoyed Gadol, the, the fundamental that we keep returning to over here is if I want to be like HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I have to do that independently. It has to be uh, a, 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 a decision that I'm coming up with, that I do. If I want to be distanced from the Rebbein Shalom Chesed okay, I'll sit back and let HaKadosh Baruch Hu do everything for me. Hashem's Bechira, so to speak, Hashem's actions. This is why, this is the Soyed HaDvarim, the, 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 as, as to why the Ramchal sets it up very clearly that, that there are a st- series of ideals over here. Ideally, we never want to sin, of course. Ashrei Bishulay Chata. But if one sins, what's the next best way of dealing with it? Don't wait to stub your toe. Don't wait to hit your thumb with a, with a hammer. Don't wait to come, come out with a $5 bill when you want the $1 bill or vice versa. Don't wait to pull out the wrong keys. No. If you did not bear, you do tshuva. Why? Because when you do tshuva, you are able to correct the record. And set it straight and replace bad Bechir with, with good Bechir and your Vaidr coming back to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You had a second chance. You salvaged it. You didn't just take care of the Avera. You salvaged the Bechira. And your Vaidr of Bechir and your Vaidr like HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You used the Avera as an opportunity to become closer to Hashem. You salvaged the Bechir with a second chance. That's the ideal. But if you let Hashem do it, that's the third tier, Dan. You didn't salvage nothing. You didn't have a second chance. You didn't replace bad Bechir with a good Bechira. You just balanced the books. That's all you did. You didn't replace nothing with nothing. Nothing was replaced. Nothing was salvaged. The bad Bechira remains in its place that will always have been a bad Bechira. And you didn't have the opportunity to replace the bad Bechira with a good Bechira. And what happened was, yes, you may have had some marks on your record that have to be addressed. And Hashem addressed them. Hashem addressed them. The books were balanced. But in terms of salvaging your Bechira, that was not done. Okay, so this is the Oymekatram Rabbi said, the depth of what's going on over here in the Sefer as to why indeed <clears throat> the ideal always is for a year two take care of his Averis on his own, because it's a second chance at having the, the chance to, to do the correct Bechira and to be close to the Rebbein Shalom, as opposed to, if it comes from the app, nothing was salvaged, it was, the, the, Bechira, the bad Bechira was, was done, and is now irretrievable. 
and the correction was imposed upon you, which is not a closening effect. It doesn't bring one closer to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. If anything, it's a distancing effect. And all that happened was that the uh, the the, the uh, averes were atoned for, but the bechira, that act of bechira, was now lost from you. Okay, so hopefully that's clear. And this is where we will stop for now for Shabbos Kodesh. We have a wonderful Shabbos, a Heiliger and a Lichtiger Shabbos. And Mir um, we will continue next week. Thank you all for joining.